Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are 24 hours away from winter officially beginning, but it is 5 o'clock. Cinco de Fivo with five, Evan five. and Tiki on the fan. Okay, who cares when winter officially begins? Uh, Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere, and by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. All right, uh, going to have a little theme the next two days as we're going to do a lot of this over the next couple nights, maybe done a whole month. Christmas movies, holiday movies. Oh. Yes. Today, I'm going to give you the five worst Christmas movies of all time. Hint, tomorrow will be the top five. All right. All right, here we go. Number five. The Polar Express. Mm. Oh, that's my son's favorite, dude. Mm. Look, it's not the worst. Clearly, I'm listening to the fifth worst. It's the one movie in America where this saying is true. The book's better than the movie. Mm. Yeah, I disagree. I can't I say that I've read the Polar Express. Book. Well, it's a quick one. You sit down, you know, you thumb it in <laughs> 10 minutes. I mean, I think they're both good and solid. It's not something I'd ever watch on my own. I think there are some Christmas movies that we would watch without our kids, but my kids like it. It's not offensive. It doesn't bother me. It's Tom Hanks, too. Yeah. How can, how can you Cartoon hate on Tom, Tom Hanks? It's just when the people, oh, you guys go take a picture with the Polar Express. It's become like this theme thing. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done the Polar Express train in your town? That's the other thing. No, it's such a waste. Yes, yeah. I did. We I drove did to Pennsylvania to go on one. Yeah, we did yeah. one too. It's I do. In, it's right in right in Whippany. I, ah. I do the Polar Express Long Island Railroad every day. I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't need that. Number four, Jingle All the Way. You familiar? Yeah, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right? Yes. Don't with, know that one. It's with Sinbad, and it's the most unfunny. Sinbad. And Sinbad, who I love. There you go. <laughs> one of the most un- <laughs> unfunny Sinbad movies, and Arnold doing the Arnold thing, but not as the Terminator, as a dad getting a toy. It stinks. Here's the rule of thumb on a Christmas movie. If you are one and done on them, like you saw it once, and then you never saw it again, that means it stinks. I saw that movie once. I've never seen it again. Mm. I forgot about its existence until you just brought it up, so I agree with you. Evan, you know what is I'm doing this list? Sinbad. He's right. The great movies that you watch are the ones every year around November, December. Oh, this is on. I'm, yeah. I'm sticking with it. 100%. You're right. Like, like El- Number El- three. Can you, can you wait till tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow for the best ones? <laughs> okay. Okay. By the way, you're in no hurry to open presents. You're in a hurry to ruin the Christmas list here. <laughs> All right. Number three is Sorry, Dad. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, how uh, dare you? Look, every, How dare you? How dare I? That's a freaking classic. Classic doesn't yes. mean good. No, I, uh-huh. I watch it like every other year. Not every year. That'd be too much. Every other year. And we cite that movie all the time. Isn't that one sad? 
Of course. Every yes, time I, a I bell mean, rings, an angel gets its wings. I even used that last week. Remember it's I said one every line. time. I said every time the Knicks win, an angel dies. I got that from this. <laughs> it's two and a half hours, and that's the only line we take from the movie. It mm. stinks. That is sacrilegious. Okay. It is long and boring. Number two. A Christmas story. A what? Christmas story. This movie almost robs the name A Christmas Story. Think about it. Like, that's like an iconic name. <laughs> yes, but it's a good movie. Oh, it stinks. The Red Rifle, the dumb kid, it's the dumb funny. lamp. It's funny. It's like the way it's narrated makes it hilarious. Oh, it's, I, and then they had to redo this other, the newer version. Yeah, where he's the newer version is scary. The movie I, stinks. I got to admit, it hits the Evan trick of bad movies. I've only seen it once. I barely remember it. Haven't seen it again. That means it stinks. I um, actually think the name like had... the dad with the, the, the leg? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's they... Took the name. It's like, it's almost like the Titans wearing the uh, the, the oh, Oilers the jerseys versus the Texans. They took a good name for a Christmas movie, and it's <laughs> the only reason we stick with it. Oh, it's a Christmas story. Got to watch it. Oh my God! Someone just sent me a wrestling bed. The guy runs an interior design company. <laughs> we can make the bed. I got a shot. He, he made a picture of it. Suddenly, it. Hold on, I'm putting this up on SNY for those to see. Uh, focus in on my tablet if you have the manpower to do this right now. Look at this thing. It's a wrestling ring bed. Suddenly, it's a uh, bed with a wrestling ring. Wow. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, suddenly, Evan wants a Christmas gift. Never <laughs> the me. Well, this is for my son, dude. Oh, yeah, it's for him. Yeah, sure. Yes, thank you, SNY. Good work. Yes, for my son. Anyhow, continue your list. Number one. March of the Wooden Soldiers. I've never even heard okay, of it. Okay, here's the problem. <laughs> you ever pull up to somebody's house and this movie's on? Clearly not. It's old-fashioned, It's old, but it's like a classic it is immediate, oh no, grandma's only serving where there's originals. You get out of there for the holiday. 1934? It's shown all the time. That's a WPIX before the Honeymooners classic. Get rid of it. I've never, I, I'm with, I'm with Tiki. I have no idea. <laughs> it stinks. I'm telling you, it's, it's an old timer. Well, it was from 1934. Wait, what? is this Babes in Toilet? Oh, God. Forget. Well, you know what? We'll see Tiki tomorrow. <laughs> Sound, sounds like a porn. <laughs> That's Cinco de Five. Tomorrow all is the right, best Christmas movies of all time. Thank you, Sean. Every day, go. five o'clock. <laughs> We have breaking news. Uh, yes. Jets news. Oh. Aaron Rodgers remains a pig, folks. What? What? Aaron Rodgers is going to remain on the 53-man roster. This was before the show. Yes, I'm you aware. You know he's not going to play. He's doing that so he can practice. Uh-huh. Not a big deal. It is a big Fine. deal. Here's why it's a big deal. The breaking news has come in. In order for him to now be activated and be on the 53-man roster, the the Jets have waived fullback Nick Bowden. Who scored a touchdown this year. Yeah, yeah here's the problem. Nick Bowden scored a touchdown, unlike Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. This is why Rodgers is a pig. This self-fulfilling, selfish, manipulating, dare I say monster now. Oink, oink, oink. Is now going to take potentially a bad, roster TK. check away from Nick Bowden for the final three weeks, who did nothing wrong but be a good Jet all year. And I'm, and even if Bowden goes to the practice squad and then gets elevated, guess what? Some guy now before the holidays is going to get waved off the practice squad and lose <laughs> his practice squad checks. And why? Because your quarterback that's done nothing for you is a selfish pig and has no reason to be activated Sean, on this roster for three Sean, weeks. Go ahead, defend him. No, I'm. Go ahead. He's got no reason to be on the roster. Oink, oink, oink. losing a job because he's a pig. Why are you turning red over I this? Because nothing angers me more than jobs being taken from people who don't deserve to have them taken. I, I don't like self-checkout like that guy was using before. <laughs> what Rodgers is doing is that. Now, Sean, you know football. Yeah. Do you know why Aaron Rodgers needed to be activated? Because he's got to practice with the team. Okay, so at least explain that to the audience. All right. Aaron so, Rodgers yeah. is being activated not to play football over the next three days. Or three weeks, but so he can practice with the team. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Then what the hell 
hell are you complaining about? Bro. The guy wants to practice with the team he's going to quarterback next year. Right. He's recovering he from an injury. Stop turning this into a we should feel bad for Nick Bowden. Oh, my if God. If he was better than this, he wouldn't have been the one caught. Oh, my God. There are three weeks left in a year. That is a lost year that Aaron Rodgers just told Pat McAfee. He's not at 100%. He's not going to be. Three weeks. He could go stand on the sideline in a jumpsuit, be with trainers. He just can't practice. He's out there doing Mickey Mouse interceptions playing linebacker on scout team. He needs to do that for three weeks at the expense of some poor guy who's trying to hang on at the end to live his dream. And I'm not even counting Bowden because I'm assuming, again, they'll put him on the practice squad and they'll cut somebody else. That is being a pig, Evan. No, it's not. Evan. What? He's practicing. He's recovering you, from a catastrophic oh. injury. And you're acting like whatever he's doing there is irrelevant. Uh, Why are you so uh, angry? I don't understand yeah. what's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with Evan, me. do you think three weeks of him practicing and throwing a couple passes to Alan Lazard is going to have any effect on August or September if he's not playing in the games? He told you he's not going to be ready to play in the games. He doesn't need to be activated and take a job from someone. He's a manipulator. Oink, oink, oink. This should be the time you finally see it. You finally see how this guy's no, messing with you. No, Bro. Oh, my not, God. Not at all, dude. Oh, my God. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What What if Francesca came back for a 15th time tomorrow? What if he came back and the management went and said, Evan, look, I'm sorry, we, you know, we have a clause, your contract's ripped up, we'll send you to the overnights. And then as a result, Big Mac lost his job. Would you call Francesca a pig? It's not. That's what Rogers is doing! Why are you so worked up about Because it's so aggravating that even now he's defending this guy. He's taking somebody's job for three weeks just so he can feel part of the team. Uh. Bro, come on! First of all, those overnight hours aren't bad. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Big Mac will be on the street. Ah, Big Mac will be fine. We can keep him around. We'll find something for him to do. Yeah, they'll dump my ass. Yeah, yeah Luke, you'll be the right. one guy. That's the point. A trickle down. Somebody's ass gets dumped. All right, deep breath. <laughs> 
Okay? Because oh. you're very, very angry. Yes. When you scream, you're loud. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry for screaming I, to the audience. You're better when you're behind the glass because I don't hear the screaming. Wow. <laughs> You've annoyed wow. me. Aaron Rodgers. I'm down the w- marts of a wooden solar's rabbit hole. Exactly. It's formerly bum, called Babes in Toyland, bum, by the way. Bum, bum, and it's Laurel and Hardy. Just like Rodgers. Just like Rodgers. Watch the wooden soldiers. Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back. Not to play football this season, obviously. He's not going to play. We all know that. But he's battling back from a catastrophic injury. You can't have him practice with the team it's and eventually do 11 11s. It's of course, necessary it's necessary. necessary. You, know, you know, there are rules during the offseason. They can't just practice whenever the hell right. they want. You know that, right? Like you're aware of football. Like, there are rules on how often oh my coaches and players can do these kinds of things. So these three weeks are valuable. Oh my and to God. turn it into a pity party for a guy is very disingenuous on your part. I'm kind Guys, of disgusted by you. Why yeah. do we have training camp if he needs these three weeks Dude, to practice? Dude, training camp's in July. Yeah, like, closer to about? get you ready for the season. Why yeah. does he need to practice the next You are week? looking for a reason to hate Aaron Rodgers. And no, trust me, there are plenty of good things you can say and you have on the radio that are compelling and we just disagree. That make this you want to hate him. Yeah, this is, yeah. yeah, genuine stuff. This is lunacy. This is an unhinged man. You have Aaron Rodgers derangement syndrome. If it's that That's literally what you have. If it's that important, and you guys just called it important, then why didn't Aaron Rodgers play the first two preseason games for the Jets this year? If it's that <laughs> nobody, pra- nobody plays in oh, preseason oh, games. Practice and, the and, you cannot tell me and, the next three weeks are important. And he had a pulled calf muscle, yeah. which ultimately led to his Achilles. Now, maybe you should have found out then. But still, come on. He was All right. I disagree with you. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Sorry, Nick annoying. Bowden. Just know I'm looking out for you, the little guy. <laughs> you don't Evan really, doesn't care. You don't really care prick. about Nick Bowden either. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He's just using Nick Bowden right. as an he's, excuse. He's a pawn. He's a tool. Yeah, he's a tool. Sean's a tool. I agree with you. <laughs> Let me get to the Giants because I was thinking about this the other day. You are trying to build something this season. Build something towards the future. Right. And I think we all look at Brian Dable and the way that this season is stabilized, and we say, you know what? Dave's has done a pretty good job. He has. He's done a pretty good job of stabilizing things with this franchise. But there's one thing Brian Dable has failed to do. And he's not only failed to do it, Tiki, mm-hmm. he's failed miserably at doing it. And you know what that is? Catching up in the division. Catching up. In this division against specifically the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. The New York Giants over the last two years have now played four games against the Dallas Cowboys. They have lost all four games. They have been outscored 140 to 53. That's bad. I didn't even think it was that much. I didn't think they'd scored that many points. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that sounded high. When you said it, I was like, wow, 53 points? That's it feels like it's a lot worse. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, I mean, that's kind of your point. Yeah. Like you, you know they've been inferior, but they've been really inferior. They've been incredibly inferior to Dallas when they've played Philadelphia, which they haven't done yet this season, but they did it three times last year, including that last game that was close. They've been outscored, not last game in the playoffs, regular mm-hmm. season. They've been outscored 108 to 45. That means in the seven divisional games against the teams you're trying to get better and catch, the New York Giants are 0-7, and they have been outscored 248-98. to That's a real stat. 248-98. to If you average that out, like the average final score when you play the Eagles or Cowboys, it comes up to 35-14. to They have been destroyed by their division rivals. So, A, to prove that you can actually compete against these teams, and then B, the Eagles look vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They look like a team you can play Wait, with. Don't say that you're going to like pretend that this is a game that the Giants can win. I All I've said so far, Tiki, 
mm-hmm. is you have to at least show you're somewhere in the same league as yeah, this team. Especially because this game matters for the Eagles. I yes. Mean, it's not it's not a laydown game for the Eagles. They're not running away with the division like they were for a point when they were ten and one yes. and finding ways to win every game. Right. They lose to the 49ers, they lose to the uh they lose to the Cowboys. Right, they just lose to the uh, Seattle Seahawks, which are definitely not a team that should be on their level. So they seem like they're a vulnerable team at this point in the season. Right now, the question is, what do the Giants do about it? Right? Well, they got to compete. Dude. Well, do they compete, or is this a processing learning game for the Giants? And honestly, to me, that's what it feels like. It's again, this has been going on for a while. The two win, the two game win streak with Tommy DeVito. Actually, the three game win streak with Tommy DeVito made you feel a little bit better about where they were going, right? But it's still a, can you evaluate who's going to be on this team next year? Uh, where Tommy De- DeVito needs to develop a little bit more. Right? It, it becomes more about culture needs to stay the same. All of that is what I look at for these last three games in the New York Giants. I know what you're saying about winning and competing with the Philadelphia Eagles. To me, it's more about evaluating talent. Well, but you know what I think is related to this? And I'm not a moral victory kind of guy. But if you lose to the Philadelphia Eagles 23-20 on a late field goal, not that any Giant fan should be happy. Your Christmas should basically be ruined. But you could at least say, hey, we went toe-to-toe with those bastards. That's what I think you need to see. Because what's happened in the seven games you've played against Philly and Dallas is for the most part, for the most part, you've been annihilated. And that's got to stop. And considering the Eagles look like this vulnerable team, yeah, I mean, you you got to compete with them. I get right. you want to evaluate individuals, and Tommy DeVito's evaluation is certainly at the forefront for a lot of us. But more than anything, I want to see a Brian Daybold team who has literally not won a game against Dallas and Philly. They're 0-7. How about you go out there and you push them a little bit? Mm-hmm. How about you go out there and, dare I say, win a game? Like, why can't you win this game? Why the hell not, Sean? You absolutely can. The time is now. And by the way, this should be the kind of game that not only can you be in because the Eagles are struggling and you might be catching them at the right time, a nothing-to-lose kind of game in terms of fourth downs and stuff like that. What was the little giant saying? The most dangerous thing is playing a team with nothing yeah. to lose? Yeah. Like, there should be even more of a reason you're in this game because you shouldn't have to approach it from a conservative, scared level as well. Right, and there's motivation because you ruined the Eagles' season. <laughs> right? <laughs> even though they're going to make the postseason, it's just, it's I think, an, regardless, but still. It's you enough, can ruin it a little bit more for them. It's enough already. Everything that's gone wrong has gone wrong this year. The team is completely capable, and I don't want to hear about the quarterback or anything else. Drew Locke just beat the Eagles. The Eagles keep playing down. Washington plays tight games with the Eagles every year. There's no reason the Giants should go into Philadelphia and be punched in the mouth and uncompetitive. You know what I find really interesting? Some may say disgraceful. Sean Morash right now is not red. Mm-hmm. He's not screaming. He's not yelling. And he's talking about his team playing a division rival on Christmas Day. Yet when he talks about Nick Bowden <laughs> and the fact that he doesn't have a job on Christmas, right. this man turned beat red. Wow. He was screaming and yelling. Meanwhile, Nick Bowden's made $4 million in his career. You know what? We're going to throw a pity party for Nick Bowden because Aaron Rodgers no. was activated to the 53-man roster? If you listen to me, I said Bowden will probably go to the practice squad. He'll be that next guy poorly hanging on. You know what you're going to learn about me, Evan, as we're not even a year into working together, all right? I don't forget where I came from. 
I'm a blue-collar guy. Oh, stop. I slung sandwiches at 10 years at a Subway restaurant. My father sliced deli meats in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn forever. My mother, a medical biller. I represent the little guy. I am a hard-hat, hard-ass worker, blue-collar guy. And when I see the little guy get a job taken from him because another guy had to be a pig unnecessarily, I'm yeah. going to call him out. You, know what, get the, you know what blue-collar people really don't like? When someone uses them as an excuse because they want to bash someone they have a vendetta against. I don't have a vendetta against People don't want to hear. They don't want to hear you pretend and use them as a shield so you could attack a guy that you don't like. Because one night at a bar five years ago, he didn't like your joke. He didn't like the fact that you showed him this picture of yourself, <laughs> yeah. and he said, get the hell away he from me. That's what this is all about. He was you jerk. don't like Aaron Rodgers, you don't like Jet fans, and so you're looking like for any fans. excuse like you. to bash him, including using your dad, who's a good man, and your mom, who's a good woman, using them as a shield, as an excuse, so you could bash Aaron Rodgers. You oh, hate the Jets. Shame on you. No. Mm. It's oh, for, shame on you. Yeah, not he actually playing. does hate the Jets. No, I don't hate the Jets. You call Aaron Rodgers a pig? You're a pig. I, I got no problem admitting I'm a pig. I'm a pig often. I mean, I didn't get this big not being a pig. Bro, he's not playing for three weeks. Don't tell me. You guys selling it. Well, it's important. for. It's not important that he practices the next yes, three weeks. Yes, it for is. Next year. Why? You want to hear from people that all agree with me and Tiki? Good. Let them. Because Let's Aaron Rodgers basically is, is blind to them all. You're all drinking the Colt Cool. Right. David and Elmont. David, tell Sean he's an idiot. How you doing? How you doing, Evan? How Good. you doing, Tiki? What's up? Uh, it's very easy to disagree with Sean Marash, but he's kind of right on what? this point. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I normally don't agree with Sean, but this he's right on because, you know, there's no need for him to practice when the season's lost. You can practice in the off season for next year. You're not going to affect the season at all. Now, I yeah, like I don't think you should take someone else's job uh, just to practice. Uh, or something. What do we do? Mm. Oh, now it. we're concerned about the guy on the yeah. practice squad. Now, now we're now we're soft. I wonder who it's going to be. It's probably going to be Jacques Patrick. <laughs> now you're down that rabbit hole. Yes, <laughs> he's a running back. Oh, that should bother you. Good. I mean, no, running I back. I don't know who he is. So it's not about it's, Jacques Patrick or anyone else. It's about the idea that we are now at the point in the discourse around here that those that are blinded by Aaron Rodgers, which a lot of you accuse me of being, okay, you think everything he says I love. I find that to not be true, but okay. But then in this discourse, we have others who will look for anything Aaron Rodgers does, and they will destroy him. And that's where you're at, and that's where David Elmont is at. You guys are just looking for things to bitch about when it comes to this man. That's what. That's where we're at. I, I'm that's not... where the discourse on Aaron Rodgers is at. You're irrational. You're like modern-day politics. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's like, my side win. I scream at other side. That's you. How do you feel? I'm going to read you a tweet from another former NFL player. Ross Tucker, Westwood uh -huh. One. Uh -huh. We need to cut a guy So uh, for a guy who said yesterday on TV that he isn't playing this season so he can hang out on the practice field. Thumbs down. Oh, stop. Mm. The NFL players are rallying. This is a pig move by Aaron Rodgers, mm. and I'm leading the movement. You know who had a better NFL career than Ross Tucker? Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber. Tiki, yeah. what do you think? I don't really care. When is our vacation start? Movies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you agree with me, right, Tiki? Uh, of course. All right, it's, just make it sure. practice squad guy. Yeah, come on. It's just a practice yeah, squad, and it kind of sounds you're, cruel, you're bro. Taking it too seriously. <laughs> Have you met these two dopes? <laughs> I know, right? I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm not taking football, it seriously. I'll tell you this: NFL, the NFL is a cool, cruel, 
It is cool, but it's a very cruel, unloyal, what have you done for me lately business. They will cut you in a heartbeat. Yeah. You are an at-will employee. You have no rights unless you have a big signing bonus. So do I care? Of course I care. But does it affect me? No. I'm not getting emotional about it because these are the business decisions that go into the this team. game. Everything. And it happens every single day. But we get we get notes calling games. XYZ player on a f- Saturday just got released from the practice squad. This guy got signed. He gets brought up, activated for game day. It happens every single week. That's why everything you just said is why you agree with me. Yes. Because at the end of the day. Because I'm numb to it. I'm numb to it. I'm just defending the idea that now we're at the point of the Aaron Rodgers discourse where those out there like Sean and others just want to bash anything he does. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. And so I'm not mad about this situation. I'm defending what I think is just a ridiculous point. Or I'm defending against mm. what is a ridiculous point. Because that's where we're at. You have Aaron Rodgers derangement syndrome. And you're not the only one, by the way. You're not the only one. No, you have Aaron Rodgers derangement syndrome. No, I don't. I, yes. I like Aaron Rodgers. You, He's you, my quarterback. He gives me the best hope. Wait, wait, you I, don't, I don't even want to drift a quarterback. You have so much derangement syndrome. It's not derangement syndrome. It's the idea that I'm going to trust that this guy's going to try to play for the next three years, and I'm going to ride right. him out. You know what? You're right. You have Aaron Rodgers' manipulative syndrome. <laughs> and just to be clear, Evan, you're cool with the dude losing his job right before Christmas. And you think Tiki's the Grinch. Hmm. Tiki's the one who just gave hey, you a Hey, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out because we have to have King Aaron Rodgers. Well, who first, of all, first of all, if you're going to address your opinion, address it at Tiki. Just told yeah. you football's a cruel business. Go talk what, to him What about I think it. this comes down to, What a deflection seminar that was. Because this, he's the one who just this, spoke about this it. Is, this is likely to get Aaron Rodgers in a crude season. So to get in a crude season, you have to be active for three games. You can't put Aaron Rodgers on the practice squad. Because if you to put a guy on a practice squad, you have to waive them. Mm-hmm. They have to get cut and then go through waivers. And if nobody picks them up, you can then re-sign them to the practice squad. That's how that's how the transaction happens. That's mm-hmm. why Mike White, when we talked about him all of last year, it's like, dude, this guy's been cut like nine times. It was because he was up and down to the right. practice squad. Right, right. Right. And so you you can't put Aaron Rodgers on the practice squad. So you're either going to leave him inactive. Um, and on to IR because he had to be activated by tomorrow, right? Or you put him on the active roster so he gets in a crude season. That's just my guess. I'm not exactly sure how those rules work, but I think that's what that's what this is about. Right. So does that, does that answer your point? It does. Attack me? Attack no, but Tiki. what if Aaron Rodgers shows like a doctor's note, like when high school? Could he get like exempt? Is there like a loophole is what I'm getting at here where a poor guy doesn't have to lose his job? Around? Guys, guys, the guy no. lost his guys, job three guys, days before Christmas. Give it up. You don't like Aaron Rodgers. Right. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Anthony's in Matawan. What's up, Anthony? Hey, what's up, guys? Happy holidays. What's here. up? Happy holidays. Um, happy holidays. So, look, I, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I think Sean's right on this. And it's oh, not so God. much about the guy. <laughs> That's you. it. It's not, it's not so much about the guy in the practice squad getting cut, even though I, I do I do feel for it. But, man, I got to tell you, Ev, you're wrong on this one. You're right on something else, which I'll get to. But you're wrong on this one because Aaron Rodgers is a absolute egomaniac. He controls his narrative. I believe that. He controls his narrative because he wants to be the good teammate. He wants to be the guy on the practicing with the team for next year. Even though I have a feeling it doesn't matter what he does on the field, on the practice field, intercepting balls as a scout team linebacker, which is ridiculous to me. <laughs> but, um, but like, he wants to be that guy. But he does it at his own peril. And the Jets have just hitched the trailer to him. 
He's brought on guys on your roster that have no business being there. He's got coaches there that probably have no business being there. And it's what King Aaron wants, King Aaron gets. And it's, it, it, there's something about it. You're right. Maybe, maybe I'm one of those Aaron Rodgers haters. But it bothers me. Yeah, it really well, does. I think, I'm with Sean I, on this one. I think what the appreciate you called, Anthony. I think what the Jets are trying to figure out is what do they what do they have in a leader in Aaron Rodgers? And they've started to feel it a little bit because he's been around the last couple of days. But more than anything, forget how you feel about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. What you need is his leadership in that well, locker room. I, I also. I keep hearing all the guys he brought in failed. And obviously that's true on a certain level. Like Alan Lazard has had a terrible season. Mm-hmm. No one can defend it. All right? No matter what you think about Nate Hackett, I think he was brought here for Aaron Rodgers. I think Tommy Lugauer made a very good analogy that now you'll understand, Tiki. It's the, the best analogy to describe why I almost give a half-free pass to the Alan Lazards of the world. Mm-hmm. Back many years ago, WCW. Signed Hulk Hogan. <laughs> now, you know who Hulk Hogan is. Big yes, deal, right? Of course. In signing Hulk Hogan, Hulk wanted to bring all his little friends. He wanted to bring the honky-tonk man. He wanted to bring Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He wanted to bring the Nasty Boys. He brought all these losers with him. And WCW, rightfully so, said, you know what? We're getting Hulk Hogan. It's totally worth it. And it was fine. Now, if Hulk Hogan disappeared, tore his ACL, and he wasn't available to beat <laughs> Ric Flair, and all of a sudden you're just stuck with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and the honky-tonk man, and the nasty boys, you'd look around and say, what the hell am I watching? Right. They're not there if not for Hulk Hogan. Of course. So with all of these Aaron Rodgers acquisitions, what I would say specifically about Alan Lazard is, yes, he's had a bad year, but the thought was Aaron Rodgers was throwing him the football, (laughs) not Zach Wilson. And if Aaron Rodgers was quarterbacking and Alan Lazard had a bad year, I'm totally with you. What the hell are you doing? But the intent for Nate Hackett's offense and Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb was that Aaron Rodgers would be here. And I sort of think it's unfair Mm -hmm. to say, well, see, they suck. Aaron's an idiot. No, he brought them in thinking he'd be the quarterback. It's just impossible to evaluate. You can't actually evaluate what's going on because so much has gone wrong with this Jet team, particularly the Aaron Rodgers non-being there effect. And so... Look, back to the practice thing. Is he going to practice a ton? No, because they still got to get a guy, whoever it is. I don't think it's going to be Zach this week. Uh, Trevor Simeon. They got to get Trevor Simeon on the field to try to win a game, right? They're still trying to win, right? right? Rob Sala needs that to happen as well. Forget Aaron Rodgers for a second. So he's there. He's mostly there just to be the leader, uh, be the guy who's Aaron Rodgers. But the, the quarterback play is going to be Trevor Simeon. Mm. He's got to try to win a game this weekend. Yes. Period. Yes. <laughs> good luck with that. Though they are playing the commanders, so yeah, you never know. Point. We'll get to more of your calls. There's a lot of people that think Aaron Rodgers is a pig. I think you guys are crazy. Plus, we're going to get you set for a big night tonight in New York City. Because in about two hours and 12 minutes, <laughs> you've got the Brooklyn Nets And you've got the New York Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Both off West Coast trips. Both back in New York City. We're going to have a full building tonight. And people are going to lie and say, ah, it doesn't really matter. We'll explore the rivalry that isn't between the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get you set for a big night tonight. Let's all be honest with each other. I'm going to be very, very honest with you, Tiggy. Very honest with the audience right now. And I say this in the most respectful way I know. 
In about 45 minutes, the show is going to end, and I'm going to drive to Brooklyn, New York. Let's go, Knicks. I'm going to park my car. I'm going to walk inside that arena that's just going to be infested with, I'd say, 40 to 45% Knicks fans. Let's go, Knicks. That's the reality. Now, Knicks fans have these weird crowd issues where they like to tell you there's 80% Knicks fans or something like that. The reality is there's a lot of Knicks fans at Barclays Center. I'm not going to lie about that. But the idea that it's like 70 80% is a lie. They like to lie to you. It's 40%, 45%. But when I walk into that building tonight, like I do, what, 25 times a year? Yep, a lot. I want to see my team win. I'm a diehard fan of the Nets. I want to win. They were on a losing streak. They lost a brutal game to the Jazz. I don't want to be under 500. That's all obvious. But when I sit down in my seat and I see orange and blue to the left and orange and blue to the right and they're so loud and they're so obnoxious. Let's go Knicks. I'm going to want to kick their ass. <laughs> Not like physically, because I couldn't even do that if I wanted to, but I don't like the Knicks. You just want your team to kick the asses of the Knicks team. Yes! Okay. So, And that'll that'll make you feel better for the against the fan base that's invading your arena. I will feel very, very good. Now, will that very good feeling last for days and days? No, I'll tell you when I'll feel good. I'll feel good leaving the arena. I'll feel good walking out of my building, not your building. Let's go next. My building with a victory. I'll be very classy about it. Will you uh, talk trash? Uh, I don't, I'm not a trash talker. Okay. I'm more, uh, hey, that was a fun game. Hey, we had a good time tonight. Hey, guys. Will you be wearing Nets apparel? I'm wearing my Nets apparel right now, my Nets hoodie. Okay. Yeah. I want to walk out of that building feeling good. I want to drive in my car feeling good. I want to go to sleep thinking, hey, we beat the Knicks. By, I say tomorrow after our show, it's over. That's the way Mets-Yankees is, too. But what I don't like about some Knicks fans, and Ned fans, by the way, it ain't just Knicks fans, is that you lie. Mm. And you say it's just any other game. I just noticed Lugie's got a Knicks shirt on. Of course, because it's not just any other game. Mm. He knows that. Lugie's not a liar. But a lot of people are. Like, I put a poll out this morning just for Knicks fans. And Ned fans got into my poll numbers, too, and they started pissing me off. I said, hey, how do you feel, Knicks fans, about facing the Nets? Is it like any other game? Is it? It matters a little bit more. Or does it matter a lot more? And 64% of people decided to go on Twitter today and lie because they said it's like any other game. And here's why I know you're full of crap. First of all, if you come into my building tonight, it's not like any other game. Okay, if you, it's if, not. You bought, if you spent money to buy tickets to come into the building tonight, it's not any other game. No, That's what you're saying. You're in someone else's building. You want to win more. Yes. Why wouldn't you? That's number one. Number two, if you engage on social media by trash talking how few fans the Nets have, <laughs> you care. All right? You care. And here's the reality. You know what pisses me off about Nick fans? This is fun. <laughs> when they say the Nets have no fans, because you know what that's similar to, Tiki? No. It's like someone looking at you and saying, you fumble all the time. <laughs> now, your response would be, I did, Yeah, but I improved. Right. The Nets used to have no fans. And now they do. And now they do. They the sell, Nets still in the league. They sell out every game. I'm not telling you they're bigger than the Knicks. Never made that point. But they matter. They have people that spend money and go to games. So saying they have no fans is the exact equivalent to saying future Hall of Famer Tiki Barber, hmm. all you do is fumble. There's some truth in the history of it, but you would be like, but I don't anymore. <laughs> exactly. And you sound foolish. And you sound like so an idiot. So you're calling Knicks fans, Lugie, foolish. 
No, I just think there's a little hypocrisy here because for years, Evan mocked the Garden as a tourist attraction. Now, he, uh, the Barclays Center is a tourist attraction because there are net fans, but they're not at that game. That building is sold out by people that are here from, you know, Germany that decide instead of going to a play, they go to Barclays Center. Why? Because they signed three superstars. It became a cool place to go. Well, first of all, there are no superstars on the stage. Not, any longer. not anymore. I know and number that. two, did you see what just happened here? What's that? They moved the goalposts. Yes, they did. It went from, You're right. you have no fans, the building is in empty to, well, those fans aren't real. As if the people at the Garden are just filled with diehard fans. That you're damn right it is. Okay. Hey, I'm trying to woo you. I have corporate tickets. You want to come to a Knicks game? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, there is a lot of that with the Nets. Like, what he said isn't even false. It's just the reality of sports in our city. But tonight, Nick fans, I just want you to know, I don't respect you. No, I'm just kidding. I do respect you. I just really want to kick your ass. Because I got bad memories of being in Barclays Center watching the Knicks and Nets. Even though the Nets haven't lost to the Knicks at Barclays Center since December 26, 2019. Who's counting? By the way, the last time I went to Disney World. I'll never forget. And this day scars me. It just scars me. It was either the first or second game. It was the first year at Barclays Center. It was Nets-Knicks, okay, in 2013. And I was sitting in very good seats. Not even in my seasons. I was sitting low down. And it was a tie game. With about 45 seconds to go. And I'm going to give you a guess. You know what son of a bitch hit the game-winning three and he stuck his leg out? And it pains me to say this because I love the man. You think I want to rip the man? Jason Kidd? How dare you? Hmm. Expect another double team. Oh, don't do that. Double team for Mello. Here's Smith. Six on the shot clock. Kidd for three. Fouled and won a four-point play. But I thought that should have been an offensive... You're damn right. No, it, it should have been an offensive foul. What was that? We cut that part out. That was, I don't know what happened there. I, it was whoever was doing the game because nah, nah. I was at it Different saying, thing. hey, Jason Kidd stuck his leg out. Nah. No way. It, yeah, okay. How dare you besmirch the great Jason Kidd? He didn't I, stick his leg out. It was a clear foul on the defense. Yeah, he stuck his leg out, and the Nets lost that game. And I don't think it was the first ever game between Nets and Knicks and Barkley Center. I think it was either the second or the first. I, that's the problem. I don't even remember the first. All I remember is Jason Kidd hitting that three. And you could hear it, by the way, in that clip. Tons of Knicks fans, not denying that. Back then, it was probably like 60-40 Knicks. I'm always honest about that. As the years have gone on, it's sort of changed. It's come kind of back. And tonight, I think it'll be about 60-40 Nets. But walking out of that building that night, Tiki, it still haunts me. Jason. Oh. And he was old Jason Kidd at that time, right? Yes. <laughs> he was a year away from being my head coach. He was 18 years in the league at that point. Uh, geriatric Jason Kidd in a game-winning three in my face. So tonight, whether you're a Nick fan who purchased tickets or you're a Net fan defending your own building, don't lie to yourself. Tonight matters, okay? May not be the back page of the post, may not lead every show on WFAN, but when you're in that building tonight, that is a city war. That's a battle for New York City. There's only one thing we could all agree on, though, Nick and Net fans. <laughs> Eric Adams is a disgrace. <laughs> That's it. Outside of that. We're enemies tonight, but in all seriousness, have a good time tonight. I'll be there. I would love to uh, take pictures with Nick fans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what, Evan? You had, it's nice. Shake some hands. It's nice that you're loyal to your Nets because they had a cute little run, but the Knicks are back. The King has returned. The Garden, the Mecca, and you just have to suffer with the fact that the Nets had three superstars, didn't win, and the Knicks are your. Why are you bearing the lead of that game, Daddy. by the way? Daddy.
What's the lead of the game that we're back from a West Coast trip? No, that the Nets are sitting at 500? Carmelo scored 45, dude. Oh, that game? <laughs> yes. You know why? I'll tell you the answer. Holy cow. And I'll just ignore just all the other up. crap he just said. Yeah, all right. I've um, been looking at the box score. I'll tell you why. Wow. I'll tell you why. Because I don't remember that. And you know why I don't remember that? Because Jason Kidd in a game winning three at the Barclays Center. He shot 71 5 know, of 7 but, from three-point range. But take he it, was you, 15 of 24 from the field. I know, but this did is you, probably Carmelo's greatest game of his career. Oh, my God. But <laughs> did, did you not hear the part where Jason Kidd, the franchise's icon, hit a three <laughs> yeah, to did. beat the net? Like, of course I remember that more than Carmelo Anthony. I mean, honestly. But that's what you remember. You remember the the failures. Like, Karis LeVert hit a game-winning layup against the Knicks a few years later Mm -hmm. in their home opener, I think it was, and I barely remember it. Eh, You remember the pain for some reason. It's crazy. Anyhow, one last thing, and we'll get back to your Aaron Rodgers calls and the Giants and all that crap. One last thing. I don't know if you know this, but the Knicks and Nets were supposed to open Barkley Center. Mm. Yeah. And what happened? The Sandy hit. So because Sandy hit, they postponed the game and actually moved it. So the first ever game at Barclays Center was actually supposed to be Knicks-Nets, and it drove me nuts. I hated that. Like, why would you start your new home by playing a team that's going to fill your arena with fans of their team? So obviously the circumstances were atrocious because Sandy hit, but that was actually supposed to open Barclays Center. Instead, they opened against the Raptors, and they beat them, and nobody remembers but me and 12 other people. Mm. How many was it, full? Yeah. No, no, like, yeah. What kind of comment is I that? Just make, just make sure. Why me, me, me and Lugie remember that well. Which one? The Raptors opener. Why? Why? Because we were starting on the fan a brand new program on how to run the net game and play the breaks, and I was the only one trained because I was going to be scheduled to run the first three net games, and then I was going to train other people. Sandy hit. I had no gas. I couldn't get to work. Lou Gower came and picked me up because he was so scared to push buttons blindly. Uh. And me and Lou Gower ran the first net Raptor game. Now. Wow. So you do remember that game. Yep. All right. Who's going to win tonight? Knicks or Nets? Knicks. By 40. So now let's get back to your calls. 877-337-6666. By the way, they're right. Unfortunately, the Knicks are going to win tonight. Let's go Knicks. Let's go to uh, Kevin and Stony Brook. How are you, Kevin? What's up, Hey, Kevin? how you doing, man? We're good. What's up? Yeah, listen, I got two things. You had your, your top five Christmas list, and you had the worst movies. You had um, Christmas Story. Yeah. said, you got to be kidding me. Tiki, you were right. That's the whole thing is the narration of the movie. Exactly. That's, that's what makes it that's entertaining. What that, that's what makes it. You know, how many parts of it? Remember he was doing the Kobe thing, and he finds out about Eat You Old Team, and he freaked out? Yes, exactly. He's like, right? Yeah, when he you saw it the first time, day. you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? There's some, there was some, like, you eureka moments when you first watched that movie as a kid. Oh, there's so many parts. I must have watched that. I watch it every year. I don't know how they can have that in the top five. Well, that's, it's one. Of, well, that's Sean's top five, by the way, and it comes on oh, all, every Sean's year. Not, and Sean's... even though I don't intend to watch it, I sit, I stop, and I watch it. Yeah, it's one of those that I just stop and watch, I, and no. I don't know why. I just do. My bar, and it's just me, is if I see all, saw a movie once and I don't remember it, and I never see it again on Christmas, that's a sign that. It, Probably didn't. Stick. You don't remember like the stick in the tongue on the Not, pole. I do, but barely. You don't remember the like whole, vaguely. Like, I remember seeing it once, and that was it. Yeah, same. It I'll wasn't t- good enough. You're gonna shoot your eye out. No, not really. You don't remember the the, the lamp with the light with the leg. It's like a woman's leg that was the lamp. I think I bought that and in the, the store and, once. And the but dad yeah. and the dad like loved it. <laughs> Just, don't you? You know how no. do you not remember? Because it was unmemorable. Uh-huh. I do think Sean's got a tough chore tomorrow because tomorrow he already told us his Cinco de Five are the five greatest Christmas movies. 
Dude, I was just thinking about it. I got like 12 already mm. off the top of my head. Oh, no, it, it was hard. I've already done it. It's hard. You may have to do a Cinco de Diaz. Mm. Or Edwin? a Cinco de... <laughs> Are you serious? Ten. Ten. Cinco de ten. I've never heard the word Diaz used as number You can't ten count to ten? Count, count in Spanish. Go ahead. Uno. Yes. Dos. Yes. Tres. Yes. Cuatro. Yes. Cinco. Yes. Seis. Yes. Siesta. Siesta. Siete. <laughs> Siete. Siete. Ocho. Ocho. Mm-hmm. Nocho. Nueve. Ah. Nueve. And then what's ten? Diaz. 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 You don't know how to count to ten in Spanish. I thought that was basic knowledge. Once. Doce. Trece. Catorce. Catorce. Quince. Dieciséis. Diecisiete. Dieci. All the way up to veinte. Yeah, you're smarter than me, Tiki. Well, you know what? I'm about about to go after Tiki. You're you're showing off your smarts. I challenge you to this because I can do this. I can count to ten in Japanese. Can you? Mm-hmm. And you're in a tough spot because you've already criticized Yamamoto. So if you can't do this, it just shows you. Ein. Ein? Oh, Are you serious? That's, that's German. Are you ready? You want me to do this for you? cool runnings? Yeah. I'm going to show you the knowledge here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to count to 10 in Japanese, not looking at anything, obviously. Uh, Ichi, Ni, San, Yan, Go, Roku, Aku, Achi, Kuju. There you go. You really want Yamamoto? What's 11? What was that? What's 11? I don't know. <laughs> Why you got to push me on that? I didn't say I count to 11. Because I, I, I told you I won't say. I know, but I can only count to 10. I took Japanese senior year in high school. What? Yeah, true story. I got a B plus. Wow. I did very well. Thank Impressive. you very much. I have some weird knowledges that you may not realize. I told you the state capital one? Uh, no. Just name a state. Go. Name mm-hmm. any state. Just New go. New Mexico. Santa Fe. I know every state capital. It's like a weird town. Utah. Uh, Salt Lake City. Give me one more. This is fun. Mm. Is this turning anybody on out there? <laughs> like, whoa. Montana. Like, Montana. Hel- Helena. Helena. Next. <laughs> one more. One more and I'm done. I promise. Maine. Uh, Augusta. Vermont. Uh, Montpelier. Okay, enough. <laughs> You're testing my brain, but pretty good, right? Florida. This is uh, Tallahassee. The, this is the opposite of turning on. Like Most my... serial killers could do that as well. I did this on a date once. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I said to her. She's like, tell me something about you that, you know, would surprise me. And I was like, you know. I can name I, every capital. I in the can United name States. every state capital in the United States, and she started testing me. Had a good time. And why did you have to learn that? So fifth grade, I'm a loser. Fifth grade, Total. which is crazy to think about. So in the and fifth it, grade, and, and it held from fifth grade, a thousand percent. And you no, never lie. had to do it again. Use never, it again. never had to and do it, it just again. Stuck. Stuck. Now, we how ha- did you remember it? What, did they sing them to you? I think so. It was very competitive in fifth grade. Like, this was what the cool kids did. You knew the state capitals. Mm. And at the end of the year, there was going to be a competition where my class went up against another class. And, like, let's say I'm standing at the front of the line. You are. They would name a state. And if I got it quicker, you're eliminated. And so it would go in order. So I was in Mrs. Wank's fifth grade class. And I studied it. And I was ready to go. And it was a contest. And all my schoolmates got knocked out. There were four members of the opposite class still remaining. Or five. I don't Uh remember the exact number. It was like five to one. And I was the last one standing. And I knocked each person off one by one by (laughs) one until I got to Lizette. Now, no offense to Lizette. I'm sure she's living a wonderful life. There's nothing personal here. If she's out. I even know her last name, but I'm not going to do that. One of Sean's worst movies ever. What? Christmas movies. It's a wonderful life. What? You just said she's living a wonderful oh, life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> you didn't know what you meant. So Lizette and I are standing mano y mano. I am a person away from getting to the end of this where I'm going to be a hero. They're going to carry me off like a freaking hero. <laughs> Nerd alert! And they named the state Ohio. 
and I got tripped up mm. because South Carolina and Ohio have similar names, Columbus, Ohio, Columbia, South Carolina. And I stuttered. Uh. And as I stuttered, that Lizette, you son of a... She's like, Columbus. And I was eliminated. And it scarred me for the rest of my life. Here I am sitting here, and it still bothers me. This is fifth grade. I can see that. The only memory I have of fifth grade is this moment. But that's where I learned all the capitals. And for some reason, I can't explain it. It's like I'm studying it. So it's a traumatic experience. I've remembered every state capital. That's why. A traumatic experience seared it in your head forever. Now, this guy's accusing me of getting the number 10 wrong in Japanese, and that's Daniel in New Rochelle. Daniel, I did not get it wrong. It's Jewel. Oh, yeah, but you didn't get the... Count count it again. Let's go through this one more time, please. Ichi, Ni, San, Yang, Go, Roku, Aki, Uchi, Ju. Okay. So you did pretty good, but number four is not Yan. That's like Yan Gomes, the baseball (laughs) player. It's Yon, okay? Like Yon... Oh, all right. Tomato, tomato. No, I mean, yeah, but, I, I was close. <laughs> close. I mean, you're, 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 you're illuminating, and I love the state capital thing, though, so let's get back to that in a minute. But yeah. uh, And then number eight is not hockey. Like, you know, that's the Kenny. <laughs> like the Rangers in the, in, the, in the Islanders? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, talk, hockey on the radio is not a, a good thing anyway, so it's uh, hockey. <laughs> yeah, you know. So true. <laughs> All right. Even fans will not talk hockey on the radio. All right, Daniel, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Funny. <laughs> Listen, I was close. Mm. All I know is Tiki couldn't even try. I couldn't. Couldn't even get me number one. And I was just there. You Well, hold on a second. You were in Japan and you still didn't even pick up by accident like a couple of numbers? Nope. That's you, didn't kinda... ha- you didn't have to. It's English everywhere. Really? In yes, Japan? I was shocked. I, I thought we were going to have trouble getting around. English everywhere. I wouldn't have expected that. Me either. Huh. Me either. China, different story. Right. Have you been to China too? Of course. Oh my God! What country have you not been to? Have you been to New Zealand? Uh, yeah. Oh my God! For one day, you went to New Zealand for one day. Do you know this story? <laughs> you went to New Zealand for one day. I I officiated the wedding. Oh, I think you of, told me that. Of my friends. Yes. In New Zealand, and I was there for thirty six hours. Holy crap! So there's a lot of games you could play with us. This is going to be really helpful in February. For me, it's state capitals and, you know, obviously presidents and uh, counting to 10 in Japanese. For Tiki, it's name a random country to find out if he's ever visited it. That's a great game. Michael's in Cranford, New Jersey. Hey, Michael. What's up, Michael? Evan, I haven't talked to you since the uh, since the uh, Durant trade went down. I'm, I'm that guy that always said me, you, my son, and my dad are the only true Nets fans I've ever met. I'm going to stay with that because I think it holds true to this day. But um, when you start mentioning Jason Kidd today, it just brings back so many memories. Uh, and I get make a story, give you a story to make you laugh. For years prior to Jason Kidd coming there, right, we got our butts smacked by the Knicks for years. Would you agree with that statement? Yes, mm-hmm. it was painful, yes. yes. So I would go. My best friend had Knicks tickets. My other best friend wanted half of those tickets, so I brokered the deal. I said, thank you, they gave me the next Knicks tickets. I went to that arena every time and got smacked. Jason Kidd comes in, and you'll remember it better than me. Yes, yes. I don't. Think, I don't think we ever lost in that arena when Jason Kidd was with the team. Yes. Now I'm there. They would give me the game. I'm at the game, and I'm talking so much smack to these Nick fans. <laughs> and there, and and Evan, there's literally not another Net fan in the building, and I'll never forget it. My son now is a bigger Net fan than me, and I always hoped he wouldn't be because it's such a painful existence. But I'm leaving the arena, the the mecca. 
and there's a guy with a Jason Kidd shirt on, and I'm so excited to see a neck band. <laughs> and I look at him, I give him the thumbs up, and the guy goes, nah, man. I just like the jersey. Oh, like, oh, what a oh, bastard. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that's the worst. Oh, that's cold-blooded. <laughs> i tell you one thing I have noticed. I've gone to the Garden a lot for Nets-Knicks games, and for a while I was the only guy there. And the last few times I've gone, there's been like a smattering of like Nets fans. You were like, the like there were so few oh, Nets fans. Oh, God, yeah. Especially when they played in Jersey. Hmm. Ask Sal about the time me and him went to a Knicks-Nets game. I physically assaulted him. What? Yeah, now true story. Hmm. Me and Sal Licata went to a Knicks-Nets game. He was a big Knicks fan at the time. Nowadays, I don't know if he cares. And Uncle Cliffy, Clifford Robinson, mm-hmm. tipped in the game winner with about a second to go. And then Stefan Marbury had a chance at a half-court shot to win it. We were sitting there, like media seats, I think. That's when the media and yeah. the guard, we got along. Mm-hmm. We were buddies. And after Cliff tipped it in and Steph missed that half-court shot, I don't know why. I started punching Sal out of excitement. Like, yes! Yes! I'm, like, hammering him. And he's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. Every time I bring it up to him, I can see it in his eyes. Yeah. It's not like he's he still, laughs. He's still traumatized. Yeah. Right? I don't think he smiles that much. Like, yes. Yes, Evan. You had weird net fan strength. I just kept punching him out of excitement. Oh, SNY left us. You know what's funny? SNY left us, and, and they're going to Sal Licata. Because oh, nice. he does the baseball night in New York. Maybe he'll talk about it. No, he will. The latest on Yamamoto up next. Trust yeah. me, I don't even think Sal knows the Knicks are playing the Nets tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he has any idea. Uh, let's go to uh, Mark and Syosset. Hey, Mark. Hello, Mark. Mark going once. Mark is gone. Very quickly, Jim in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Hey, Jim. Hey, Evan. Be- before I get into my uh, next Knicks point, I want to ask you this. Louisville or Louisville? How do you pronounce the capital of Kentucky? Louisville. It's actually Frankfurt. You're good at your state capitals. Goodbye. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you, that wasn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, not fa- that's not fair. Because I wasn't thinking about it. That's not fair. That does not count as a <laughs> This is not fair to Flair. <laughs> it's not fair to me. He asked me how I pronounce Louisville versus Louisville, and he manipulated it into me thinking... That's BS. <laughs> hey, Jim, and you know what you did, Jim? The other thing you did, you dirty, dirty man. You said, I'll get to my Knicks Nets point, which he never had. Uh-uh. He just tried to milk me into this. <laughs> I don't like him. Can you ban Jim from Basking Ridge? I will not. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. That was actually pretty good. That we was, set you up. That was fantastic. He set me up. Yeah, that, I was in on it. We set you up. Mm. I wrote something on the screen, and I knew he was going to do that to you. You knew that he was going to pull a, yes, a state capital Fugazi move 100%. on me? That does not count as me getting it wrong. You're this not is, the only puppet master around here. This is going to haunt me more than Lizette in the fifth grade. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.